All right, we're back for our all-new show. Blue is still not here. She's enjoying her vacation. It's her birthday. Uh, I am looking forward to my birthday. This year, I'm actually going to spend time in Greece. Uh, I've decided that I am Greek. I am Black and Italian. I've never been to Greece. I don't speak Greek. Um, my abs are somewhat forming, so I might even get a toga. I think it's a toga. I don't know what it's called. You know where they wrap that thing around them and run around. Uh, I, I'm going to do that uh, damage. That's my plans. You guys are more than welcome to come to Greece. You've been invited. I don't want to hear nothing about nobody being invited. Uh, you definitely have to pay for your own way, though. What are are you thinking about your birthday or did you just have a birthday? I can't remember. No, no, my birthday is in October. I'm definitely thinking about my birthday. Uh, I've never been to Jamaica and I think it's time to step out. I think it's time to touch the island, put my foot in that water and uh, really do my thing. You know, the first time I've been to an island was last year. I went to uh, St. Croix, St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands, and that blew me away. So this will be my second island trip of all time. Now, you fly to islands every other weekend, Jason. What is some advice you have for me when I step foot on these islands? You know, give me, give your boy some advice. Oh, no problem. One, you definitely have to find yourself on a boat. At some point when you're on that water, you know, as you know, I saw you went to St. Croix. That made me go to St. Thomas. After I fell in love with all that blue water, I now have been to Aruba a couple of times. And I just think that, like, when you go to an island, you have to get on a boat. You have to be on the water. Mm -hmm. uh, I like jet skiing. Anytime I'm on water, I like, or near water, I like to jet ski. Uh, you definitely got to find a boo. We all know I have a boo in, um, in Aruba. And I just posted a photo with him the other day, which we can put right here. So you see it. I put put it up. That's my boo from Aruba. And, you know, he, he misses me and I miss him. And when I go back, we're going to have a great time. You definitely have to have a bay. Don't take nobody with you to the island. Now, here's what you do if you want to go to the islands and get the experience that I'm telling you. And Damage, this is for you if you find yourself in a relationship at the time it's time to go. Create a big fight with your partner. Tell them that their mom is a fat pig. <laughs> Let me tell you what you do. You wake up in the morning, you know, like your, your, your booze in the kitchen or whatever. And, you know, say she gained a couple pounds during the holidays. Just intentionally bump into her and say, your fat ass is always in the way. Now, that's going to create a fight, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that fight will get you through a week in Aruba. Of course, when you come back, you got to tell her how, she, you know, fat is beautiful. She looks like Lizzo. That's how, right. you know, you, you really love her. And, and then you need to make up with her, but you do need to create a fight. So that way you don't take the sand that you have at home, the sandbag mm -hmm. to the beach. <laughs> the sandbag. So every place you go, do you kind of have like a boo there at the location? Like, is that how you pull it off? Because that's kind of player. Um, this is getting really personal. I will oh, okay. say tonight, okay, I'm flying, tonight, tonight I'm flying to uh, Columbia. Uh, I would be lying. Well, I'm telling everybody that I'm going to shoot for my friends at Fashion Nova. And I am going to shoot for Fashion Nova while I'm there. Shout out to Rich and the Fashion Nova team. However, uh, I, I did meet somebody on Beagle uh, who does happen to be from Cartagena. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to put his Beagle ID up here because if I don't come back, I've already put it out in the Beagle streets who I'm going to see. But I do have uh, police, uh, well, I mean, uh, security escort while I'm there. No, I, I did meet somebody, but that I'm not saying we're going to have sex. We're going to hang out, have a good time. Yeah. We're going to go on the water. We're going to eat. We have a chef, all those type of things. Uh, he's a photographer. I'm going to take some pictures with him, of him. He's going to take pictures of me, with me. Uh, I do think that when you travel, though, you're supposed to have you a boo. I had one in the Dominican Republic, but because I wouldn't get him any papers, you know, he's now sleeping with my friend Sam. And, and so, you know, these hoes ain't loyal. You got to understand what it is. That, that is true. Look. You know we know. 
you gotta understand what it is. As long as you make me feel like you know you with me while I'm with you, I'm cool with that. But you know the hoes gonna do what the hoes do. I feel that. But isn't that every relationship damage? Who is really with you? Like who's really with you? You know, you're laying next. That's those true. of you watching this show right now, you are laying next to somebody who you love dearly. This mm -hmm. this is your everything. And when you're not at home, they're somebody else's everything. And I know people don't want to accept that hard truth. There's a lot of you in denial saying, shit, not the one that I'm with. And that's mm -hmm. okay. You're the girl that's late to the party. And you're going to show up in 30 days crying to Hollywood Unlocked about how your man did you the same way that A-Rod did J-Lo. And you know what? Look, a man is a man. And the problem is that people don't understand that men are just going to be men. But the, here's the thing. Look, I looked at the, the, the statistics, right? So 24% of men cheat and 22% of women cheat. So I feel like this whole thing that only men cheat is all blown out of proportion. You know what I um, decipher? That women cheat with better partners, Jason. That's what I figured out. Men and women cheat the same. Women just to get to cheat with better partners. They get to cheat with men. If a guy sit there, if a girl's talking to a guy, and she's like, yo, you can only call me at 10 o'clock on Tuesdays, that man will only call her at 10 o'clock on Tuesdays. Me, if I mess with another girl and I got a girlfriend, she's trying to pop up on my Instagram. She's trying to pop up in my house. She's following my girlfriend. It's all this shit going on. So I'm coming to the realization that men and women cheat the same. So it is what it is. The streets is crazy. Yeah, but you know, but you know the problem with these percentages that you speak of in the cheating is that men and women have not accepted the fact that they should be having conversations about polyamorous relationships and mm. open relationships. I feel like I am at an age in my life where I am open to the idea of being with more than one person. I wouldn't flaunt it for Instagram. I wouldn't flaunt it for social media. You wouldn't see me having my boys and doing all that because like that's not my thing. It's never really been my thing until I went to Aruba. But I do feel like if more people just accepted the fact that their partners want to be with other people, then if they were able to have those conversations, people wouldn't be in these percentages that you talk about. Women want to get new dick. Men want to get new dick and pussy. They just want <laughs> new stuff. And I just I just feel like, like damage. Do you see yourself, honestly, do you see yourself being with one person forever? Forever? Um, shit, hopefully. Hopefully, yes, but um, honestly, I don't know, man. That's, it's the toughest thing ever. I don't know. The last person I was in a serious relationship with, I didn't cheat. I have to say that, Jason. The last person. But times before that, I did cheat. But the last person I was right, with, I didn't cheat. Say, okay, damage. you're young. You get in a relationship, okay? Mm -hmm. You're in the kitchen. You're making breakfast. She's drinking her coffee. Say her tooth falls out, right? Don't you want to have the option to be able to go out and get somebody with all their teeth? Why you got to stay stuck with the snaggletooth bitch? You know what I mean? Like, I just feel girl. like you give yourself enough room to have options. You should not just be confined to that one person your whole life. But then the other part of me believes that that one person that's made for me can't be with nobody else. See, that's, that's where it go wrong, Jason. I, I don't even believe what I was about to say. See, that that's where it go wrong. That one person that God created for me is out there. That nigga ain't out there. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. I'm on Beagle. I'm all over the fucking internet. I'm the king of the fucking internet. Where is he at? Why, why I ain't found him yet? And this is why I go back to, we need to give ourselves enough space. We need mm -hmm. to give ourselves enough space to have more than one partner love us the way that we deserve to be loved. And everybody got something different, right? So some people don't like cheating and good for them. For me, 
in an ideal situation, I would want to have a new person with the person I'm with. That's my ideal situation. So I don't want to necessarily have to step out on my own. It's like, no, nah, why don't we do this together? It's some teamwork shit. So that's the situation for me, but everybody different. But I tell you this, all these situationships is only the lead up to this polyamorous lifestyle. That's the first step. It's like, oh, we just situationships. It's not really that serious. It's it's going where you're saying, Jason, whether people want to believe it or not, all this situationship stuff is basically that. Well, well, I, I'm not in those anymore. And I'm glad you brought that up because I'm not, I used to be a fan of situationships. I said, oh, it's just convenient to have a situationship. Nah, nigga, that's low self-esteem. Let me tell you what I'm down with now. We're either just fucking or we're in love. There's no in-between anymore. <laughs> There's no more we just hanging out because hanging out costs money. There ain't no more we just going. No, we're fucking. That means you show up, you take your clothes off. I take my clothes off. We get the things that we need to do the job. We do the job. You go home, I go home, or we're in we're in love. Because the middle part is what draws a lot of confusion. And I feel like, especially with women in your world, I mean, they're more emotional than men are. Oh my God. Uh, and, and I just know, like, I speak very directly about what I want and what I'm looking for. And I will say, like, I just want to have sex. You know, if I'm talking to somebody that I want to have sex with, and they typically respect that. Not that motherfucker I told you about on Bigo, but whatever. Now, the other thing that you're talking about, you know, men and women cheating the same, I'll tell you something that's different is that men and women are treated differently when they break up or are broken up with. Because recently, uh, A-Rod, who broke up with, or anyway, he was dumped by J-Lo or he dumped her. I don't know who dumped who. Okay. But either way, he was recently photographed and he lost a lot of weight and is actually looking really good. And people are, you know, making it a big thing online. Whereas when women in their relationships or when women break up with their partner, Everybody is, you know, praising them for their glow up. You know, the mm -hmm. man is 45 years old. He is a MLB legend. He's a father. And now they're saying he put the chips down and started working out, which I think is a form of body shaming. This is a photo of the new A-Rod. Um, I personally think that he looks great. Mm -hmm. uh, and I thought he looked good before when he was out fucking the Instagram models behind J-Lo's back. Uh, so I don't really know that him losing weight is a big deal. Him losing Jennifer Lopez is a big deal, but him losing the weight for me is it's nothing. It doesn't matter. I mean, he, he, he's rich as hell. He's super successful. Any woman he wants, honestly, he could probably get. So rather he got the weight, shit, he could have gained 50 more pounds after the breakup. It wouldn't have changed his outcome. So A-Rod, uh, I don't know why they broke up, but keep doing your thing, bro. And J-Lo is definitely going to do her thing. She's bad as hell, and she ain't wanting for nothing. Um, J-Lo, if you want, you can call me. Yeah, do that. You know, my friend told me when he lost all the weight, his dick would get bigger, and I didn't believe it. It is true. And I will say that maybe him losing weight was a way of gaining more inches and more self-confidence. Uh, you that's know, I don't know. Thing? Wait, that's a real thing? Damage, you, I would add. How does that make here. sense? I would add, I would, I, damage, I would add a side-by-side -side right here on the show. No, you we won't. Probably would <laughs> we, we, we probably would get banned. But I will say that... Um, yeah, it's a real thing. I would say that, you know, A-Rod losing the weight and losing J-Lo is, is, is an interesting conversation. But I wonder why the double standard is there. You know, when a woman loses all her relationship weight, uh, that, you know, that's like glorified and she's, you know, held to this pedestal. I just find, it's, I just find it interesting that people are shaming him or trying to bring up this, this, this idea that he lost weight. Now, you know, he, A-Rod has said, he released a statement, he said, anyone else determined to stick with their fitness goals this year? I've been consistent with my workouts and finally put down the chips. Apparently he shamed himself too. 
So um, I don't know. I don't know. Look, man. I don't know. Do your thing, player. Do your thing. Now, did he? Is it? Are they mad because he supposedly cheated on J Lo? Is that why everybody's mad? Because that's probably why they're not mad. I mean, happy with the glow up. If he did J Lo wrong, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day. Good. At the end of the day, I'm gay, and if I lost J-Lo, I would be upset. Wouldn't you be upset if you were dating Jennifer Lopez, a beautiful, successful, rich woman, mother? Now, I just heard recently, and I don't know that this is to be true, but I'll say allegedly, people close to her are saying that she's a little crazy. Um, they say that J-Lo is really disrespectful and aggressive uh, towards some of her staff, and that she's been really rude and nasty. And I don't know that to be true, because I've only met her one time years ago um and i've heard nothing but nice things about her but i heard that she was i heard that she was a little crazy um so i don't know you know is that what is that what drove him into the arms of those instagram bunnies you know was it the fact that you know he wanted to know maybe the doritos put on a couple more you know pounds so he needed to make sure that his mochismo was still there i don't know what it is. was it mark anthony lurking around in the bushes but isn't that like was. the uh isn't that like the sexy stereotype of Latin women? It's like they're fiery and they're passionate. Isn't that like a good thing? Isn't that what you go for it for? So I don't know, man. I, I don't know. You you really in these streets. So if they saying she crazy, maybe there's something to it. But I thought that was well, like the allure. I think one of the things that attracts me to Dominicans in particular, um, and by the way, I'm attracted to all men that have <laughs> melanin in their skin. Uh, but the reason why I think I'm attracted to Dominicans is they crazy. You know, they are crazy. And I, I do like a little edge. Now, you, you pop me upside my head, bitch, you're going to jail. You know what I mean? Uh, I ain't with all of that. And you know, I sleep with a gun on my on my nightstand, so I ain't going to be in bed, sleep with a motherfucker, Amen. be in that deep, good rest. And then you you reaching over to grab my Glock. But I but I do like a little spice, so I wouldn't think that it would be that that would end the relationship. And, 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 and let's be clear, if the sex is good, I don't even want to say this, but I'm going to say it. Don't you just stay in the bad relationship just a little longer? Hell I mean, if, no. as long as it's not abusive, as long as it's not abusive, you don't stay. Mm -mm. You can get good sex anywhere. I mean, let's be real. You can find good sex. You can't find peace of mind everywhere. You can I'm find on, some. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Bigo. <laughs> good sex is there, but it's it's so empty. Jason, I tell you this, right? We all at this age only have good sex. I don't even have sex unless it's good sex. So that that's that's not even going to keep me. It's the peace of mind. If you're driving me crazy, I am leaving. I'm gone. Peace. I can find good sex everywhere else. What you can't find that's typical is peace of mind. And I think you agree with that. Nah. <laughs> NUX was created with the mission of providing high-quality CBD products for responsible adult consumers that set the standard for purity and consistency. All their products are natural, pure, lab-tested, and affordable. With over 60 CBD products under their belt, NUX makes sure the quality CBD can be found on their website safely, easily, and all without putting a dent in your wallet. They have a wide variety of products. They offer hemp pre-rolls and flower tinctures that come in more than 10 great-tasting flavors, including... Pina Colada, my favorite, citrus, blue raspberry. And they're also THC-free and are non-GMO and vegan. New X also offers relax shots and disposable pen. Plus, New X offers an entire collection called On The Go that offers all products under a $10 price point like gummies. Now, here's what I'm excited about. Our listeners will get 30% off their first order for a limited time, but only when they use our special discount code UNLOCKED at checkout. 
For all the things you need, head over to order right away through new-x.com using your discount code UNLOCK to get a 30% off your first order for a limited time. Well, and you know, when you get in, when you get in your 40s too, like casual sex is not even as fun anymore because you do, sometimes I want to cuddle afterwards and then, you know, the people I be fucking just ain't, you don't want to, they hot and sticky. But now I'll tell you something else that's sticky is Justin LaVoy, this guy who has the internet on fire. He has the new show over at Revolt. He asked a question, can you have a casual sex partner and still be single? And yeah. I would say the answer to that is absolutely. Yeah, most women have that. Yeah, for sure. That's how I go. You know, you got to have something going until you find that one. You can't be on these streets, you know, just dried out. Like, you got to have somebody, you know, get your thing off with. But then, see, the thing is, that person and you have to know that this is never going to go anywhere. We only work with the good sex because the peace of mind ain't there. Like we were just talking about. I think that's very realistic. Well, you know, the thing I, I find interesting is in L.A., I don't have a cuddle buddy. I don't have a consistent sex partner in L.A. I do have a sex partner in New York, and I do have a sex partner when I'm in Aruba. I don't have a sex partner in L.A. And some people would say, oh, my God, that's just nasty having all this sex with all these people in the middle of a pandemic. Well, maybe it is, bitch. And guess what? Your man, while you're at work at the post office, is out having sex with all his random people. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think when you're single, you can be grown and have sex with whoever you want. I think you can have as much sex as you want with as many people as you want, as long as you're safe and you practice safe sex. And I think that, you know, I don't want to slut shame people who decide to be hoes because ho is life when you're single. And I always say to people, when I am single, I am great at being single. And when I'm in a relationship, I'm great at being in a relationship. And I do think, though, being in L.A., sometimes it does get lonely I know when the pandemic first started, that first year was fucking rough because we weren't having social interaction with people. We weren't having affection. We weren't hugging people. People weren't hugging. Now I, I'm hugging uh, and now I am interacting with people. And so as we learn to live with COVID, I've learned to adjust my thought process on this. And I, I do want to find a cuddle buddy here in L.A. Uh, okay, so you want to have one all around the globe, all around the world. Come on, Jason. I hear now, you. Now, not all the way around the globe, but I do want one here in LA and I do want one in New York because I am by coastal living at this point. Um, maybe when I move out of LA, I don't know. I don't know. I just want somebody here in LA. But but I feel like you can have a consistent cuddle buddy and sexual partner without being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But Darius, let me ask you a question. Could you be mm -hmm. could you be a cuddle buddy and have casual sex with a friend? No. No, no, it's not safe. It's not, it's not, it's not a good thing. You really have to know the person you're dealing with, right? And honestly, you know, I, I mess with the ladies, right? Ladies' emotions evolve, right? So us men, if we say something, typically nine times out of 10, that's how we feel and that's what it is. A woman can say something and three weeks later, it's not like she didn't mean it when she said it, but those feelings evolve. So you could think you have a friend and it's casual at the time, but as time goes on, if you keep putting energy into that, if you being a good person to each other, that could turn into something else. And if y'all ain't on the same pace, that shit can ruin the friendship. So you got to sit there and ask yourself, do you want the sex or the friendship? You got to have to choose after a point. Friendships, friendship. At the end of the day, if you sit down and you get a piece of paper and a pen and you write a contract and you say, okay, I'm going to give you dick three days a week. You're going to spend the night 
twice a week. We're going to cuddle one night of those three days that we have sex and two nights that you spend the night. And thou shalt not create feelings. And she signs off and you both sign off. Shouldn't that be enough for you to feel like you know your friend enough to fuck and still go out for hookah? Nope. She's going to be like, I feel like when I wrote that at that time, I felt like this. But as time went on and we started. No, it's not. Jason, I'm telling you, hell no. You're going to end up in a real stupid situation. I used to think that was possible. When I was young, I thought that was possible. And I played myself every time. You cannot fuck your friends. Don't work. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to put a picture of my friend AJ up right here. This is my friend AJ. I've been trying to have sex with him for 14 or 15 years. I mean, we're crazy. friends. We're best friends. We love hanging out. And yeah, you know, he's straight and all. And I understand that that's a, a little barrier to it all. But the thing is, is that <laughs> a little. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like he's the reason why I'm out here in these Bigo streets fucking niggas down and getting in trouble because if he was a real friend of mine, he should be like, look, although I like women and although I'm not attracted to you in that way for real, as a friend, I'm willing to compromise and spend the night a few days a week just so that way you have the comfort that you need. That's how friends for me show up. Or should show up, you know? That's how your friends show up, Jason? They just give it up? <laughs> kind of friendships you... I mean, that, I mean, I mean they, say, they say friendships are unconditional, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a condition. You being straight <laughs> is a condition. You being straight is not... A, it's a condition. So you mean to tell me you're my unconditional friend. You have unconditional love. You have unconditional support, but yet when it comes to dropping the draws and, and like, you know, swirling around in the bed, all of a sudden this condition gets in the way of our friendship and now I'm a hoe. Like, that's what I'm saying. When it comes to paying off debt, it can often feel like an uphill battle. High interest rates resulting in minimum monthly payments keeps you in an endless cycle of debt. Upstart can help you get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off a credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income and employment history. This means they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com unlock. That's upstart.com unlock. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Again, just go to upstart.com slash unlock. Jason, you, you've been feeling like this for 14 years. Are you sure that's really just a friendship? This sounds a little bit deeper than that. Like, no, no, but this is the thing. Like we have to, okay. You should be friends with the person that you're involved with. You should love the person you're involved with. Every box on the list of why AJ should be my man, I can check off without one box being left open. There's just one little okay. box. What's the little box? Okay, I understand that. What's He's the little straight. Box? He's straight. He's straight. I believe human beings are created to love other human beings. I feel like the sex sexuality thing gets in the fucking way. I wish people- Exactly. I Hold up. Wait. Wait. 
So that means, would you be down to be in a relationship with him if there was no sex involved? Because all the other boxes are checked off, right? Well, There's more checked off boxes than unchecked boxes. Wait, 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 wait. That would be a condition. Ah, so? That's what I'm saying. You can what do I'm it. Saying, what I'm saying, we have to be unconditional. I want you to uncondition <laughs> that condition. I want to be able to have sex with AJ. Uh, and I don't know if this this here is going to help me because people are probably flooding over his, to his DM, throwing him pussy. And by the way, he loves a squirter. So if you know how to squirt, he's your guy. All right, look, I'll tell you who else <laughs> who else uh, is in, in, in people's mouths these days, no pun intended, is some guy who apparently was locked away for five years in prison. And then when he got out, there was a whole conversation of who he should have hugged first. Now, uh, who do you, I'll, I'll let you go first. Cause, uh, there was yeah. a guy who was serving the five years. And then when they got out, people said he should have been his mother, his wife, his daughter, his sister. Who, who do you think he should have hugged first? Yeah. And just to reiterate the five options was mother, wife, sister, child. I say the wife, I say the wife, Jason, I'm going with the wife because what? this is why. The wife is the only person that honestly is not obligated to stay and be down with you. Your mama is always unconditional love. Your sister loves sis. You know, of course, that's love there. That's always going to be your sister regardless. Your child, depending on the age, didn't have to really feel the pain of you being gone. But your wife with the child having to take on the responsibility of both parents. And understand when you're in love and somebody get locked up, you locked up with them. The whole family get locked up with you. So I think you should hug your wife. That's just what I think. Now, people killed me in the comments on Hollywood Unlocked. was like, hell no. But I thought it should have been the wife. Well, I think it should have been his boyfriend. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, <laughs> because let's face it, every man who spent five years or more in prison has sucked the dick. I mean, I know that you don't count. I, I know that you don't count the head that you got while you were locked in them walls. Because them walls you was fucking and beaten down by a nigga named Bruce don't count because that was bussy. Well, let me tell you about that bussy that she was getting in prison. No, I'm let, let, let's talk about it. No, no. Let's breach a real subject in our community. Okay. A lot of men are getting bussy in prison damage, and they don't want to admit that that bussy was homosexual activity. They say that that bussy was uh, uh, just a friend. That was just a homie. We were, you know, we were just up one night, you know, uh, frying Fritos on the homemade stove. And, you know, all of a sudden my dick was in them. No, that bussy was your man. That was the man that held you down so you can get home to your woman, your child, and your mama. So the motherfucker that you should be hugging and holding on first is the nigga that you want to hold real tight and say, nigga, don't tell him I was getting that bussy. <laughs> well, technically you can't hug him because this is the first people you hug when you get out. You got to hug him, I guess, on the way out. You got to show him love on well, this. Okay. okay, 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 fairness. So that should be the last person you hug before you get out. But let me tell you who the first person you hug when you get out. Who? The homie that was putting money on your books while you was locked away. Because we all know these niggas got a nigga in the streets when they locked up. You, you see, Jason, you would hope. You would hope. When niggas get locked up, ain't nobody putting nothing on their books. It happened for a little while, but everybody be kind of fucked them like, yo, after about two to three years, if you wasn't that guy outside, ain't nobody putting nothing on your books but your mama and your wife. You better hug one of them motherfuckers damage, when you get out. Damage, 
I'm sorry to say this. The reason why nobody on my team has access to my private Facebook account is because I put money on some niggas' books. And you know what? Shout out to their girlfriends. Shout out to their girlfriends who are getting the first hugs when they get home. Because, bitch, my Facebook is popping. You know, look, I had a life before Hollywood Unlocked. Sometimes I go what? through DMs in 2011. I'm like, Jesus, if this one ever gets out, it's, it's over for me. But the truth of the matter is, yeah, I mean, look, I've even said here on the show, I've even supported niggas' premium Snapchat accounts. The shit is real out here in these streets. I research content. I, you, I Sexuality is so blurred these days in, in the backdoor dealings of social media. And so, yeah, I think that when you get out, you, you, you know, most men that are locked up have learned how to finesse the game of being locked up. You don't, you don't think, damage, I know that you don't know my world. I really need to bring you around more often. These <laughs> niggas have burner phones. They got burner phones in prison damage, and they're texting relationships with guys on the outside. These are fake relationships to get them through because they're in survival mode. So them sending a dick pic from a burner iPhone is nothing to them because it doesn't count because they're locked away. Oh, and I agree. This is deep. This is a documentary. But I need somebody to bring in the white beard because I didn't know Jason was the secret Santa of prison <laughs> reform. <laughs> I didn't know you were sitting there sending out reindeers and gifts to everybody in jail. Look at you. I mean, there's been a care package or two in the last 20 years. I ain't going to say that I do it regularly. I mean, you know, did I fall in love with a thug in prison once? Yes, he had green eyes. And I thought he loved me until he got out. But you know, look, I was a fool. I was in my late 20, early 20s, mid 20s. I ain't going to say his name because I think he went blind or something. And you know, that's how God, let me tell you why you don't be fucking with God's children. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga I heard, he went blind. And you know, people back home, you know who I'm talking about because you know, you know, he's blind now and, and he had green eyes. So you know who I'm talking about. This person like played me for a long time. And had me thinking, you know, we had a different type of relationship. And, you know, uh, and we didn't. And, and you know, I really looked out for him while he was in prison. When he got out, he, he just wasn't on that type of time. And I understand because he was, you know, he was a little bit more flexible in prison. And then when he got out, he was a lot less flexible. Did he get a care package or two? Yeah, maybe a weekend every other week, uh, visit every weekend. But look, there are a lot of people out there getting played by fools, by people that are locked up. And you talking about who's the first person to hug when you get out. Bitch, all the niggas you was running through and running and acting like you was gonna run through when you got out to keep the motherfucking uh, Fritos coming in them care packages when you was locked up. Now, I know nobody wants to hear this because there's a bunch of women. I had to tell a woman on Bego the other day, bitch, you're just mad because you're talking to a nigga who's out while your nigga's at work fucking his home, homeboy. And she was like, I've never had sex with a guy who's, who's gay. I'm like, yeah, you have, you really have. Mm -hmm. Jason, only you could take a topic like this and give us such a deep, this, this is a fascinating story. So there's dudes in jail that pretend to be gay for play to get money on their books. And then when they get out, they make a whole left turn like, ah, fuck out of here. And then they find out about the premium OnlyFans accounts and then become a gay for pay. Uh, yes, there's a guy on Beagle who is harassing everybody about being gay. He's, he calls all these straight guys gay. Come to find out he fucking men on OnlyFans. Talking about he only does it two days a week, so he's not gay. Bitch, what? No, you're 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 gay for pay. You're a whole prostitute. You are. That's even worse, though. I'd rather you just be gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that means you'll do anything for money. Like whoa, whoa, who are you? Whoa. You gotta go find yourself. 
if I'm going to suck this dick, I might as well get $50. I mean, and a Taco Bell Grande. Like, no, like, just be, just be. And the moral of this whole story, which I don't even know how we got here. Because of you. I don't know how we got here, but thank you. Thank you for enduring me. Uh, AJ, what's up? Leave AJ All right, well, let me tell you who who else needs to leave somebody alone. That's Jocelyn Hernandez needs to leave the queen of media, Wendy Williams, alone. They got into a fight this week. Uh, Well, not really a fight. Jocelyn pulled up to the Wendy Williams show, and things got a little intense. Jocelyn told Wendy Williams, the number one talk show host in the country, that -hmm. she had a number one show in the the United States. And Wendy... (laughs) Wendy, well, I did. I ain't gonna lie. I've texted both Jocelyn and Wendy. I text Jocelyn to say, "You definitely got to come on my show," and then I text Wendy to say, "You're my hero, and I live for you." Wendy reached over and grabbed flowers out of her pot and threw them at the screen and said, "Here's your flowers," and then commenced to reminding Jocelyn that a number one show on a streaming app is not a number one show in the world. Ooh. Look, I don't know what people want from Wendy at times. She's been doing this for so long. If she she's literally the god of that platform, she's the god of media. She's a god. She's a media god. Like it or not, that's what she is. I don't want Wendy to change. I wouldn't go to Wendy's show expecting her to not be Wendy Williams. That's who she's been for a long time. Has been very successful. I do like Jocelyn. I like her show. I, you know what? I'm glad they tried to keep it as classy as they could when that. I want to call it an altercation when that back and forth happened. It was really entertaining. I loved every bit of it. I love both of them. And you know what? Hopefully they get on there and do it again because people need to see that. I mean, it was, I don't feel like it was disrespectful on any end. Did you feel like anybody was being disrespected at the time? I thought it was great television. I thought it was what Wendy yes. needed uh, to continue to keep her show in conversation. I think that Jocelyn delivered what Jocelyn does and Wendy held her own. You know, ultimately, Wendy is the executive producer and talk show host of one of the biggest talk shows in the world. Uh, I've, I'm privileged to be somebody that re- was a reoccurring guest on that show. Jocelyn is hands down reality TV gold. I did think Jocelyn pulled up a little bit too aggressive, but she pulled up the way Jocelyn would pull up. I also mm-hmm. feel like when you do pull up in somebody else's house like that, um, you know, in particular live television, you know, uh, you got to be careful because Wendy could have used the rest of that show to really destroy Jocelyn. And I will say, well, Wendy's better than me. Uh, you come on this show and you come for me, I'm coming for you. And, and I think that there's, you know, there's a beauty in being able to have that kind of experience and then work through it. Like she did with black China. Remember Wendy had said that black China was homeless and was basically asking her for places to live. And then later on, China went on her show and China was the example that I'm talking about. She handled it very classy. I think they Mm -hmm. worked it out behind the scenes, but you know, Jocelyn did what Jocelyn does. The name of the app is Hair Inventory. The Hair Inventory mobile app will allow consumers to search and purchase their favorite beauty supply store products for same-day pickup or same-day delivery. The products will feature wigs, weaving, braids, and lace glue products from the Janet Collection and Isha lines. The app will be available on the iOS App Store and Google Play in early June 2021. Be sure to follow at Janet Collection and at Hair Inventory app for more information and updates. Uh, Wendy... Did not back down. Wendy, to know her personally, if you hear Wendy talk outside the show, Wendy is still that raw, gritty radio Wendy. Um, And she could really go there if she could, that her TV show is just not that kind of environment. But I thought she held her own. I thought she did great. I haven't heard from Jocelyn. Me and Wendy text each other. Uh, You know, Wendy's good. No, it was great TV. Great TV. And I don't care what anybody says. Wendy Williams... 
is a god when it comes to media. For her to come from radio to do television and not be liked and still be doing it to this day, damn near my whole lifetime, gotta put some respect on her name, man. You gotta watch, you, you gotta understand the platform you're coming on to. If I'm coming on to Wendy's platform, there's certain things I'm gonna expect because she's been doing it for decades. That's all I gotta say, but I loved it. I thought it was good to you. And, 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 and to keep it real, no disrespect to Jocelyn, Wendy doesn't need Jocelyn Hernandez. She really doesn't. And and I think that when you have an opportunity to be promoted on a platform like that and have your show be promoted and get that look, you should really want to keep that relationship because it gets quiet for a lot of these celebrities out here after we stop talking about them. You know, I'll be honest with you. I, sometimes I think about, you know, I was on a call today with somebody that's talking about a show with me and they were saying, do you ever let publicists tell you what you will and won't talk about? And I'm like, no, I stay true to what I want to talk about. And uh, I said to them that, you know, I have a rule that I don't allow people to tell me what I, questions I can't ask. And she said to me, that's what makes Oprah successful because she doesn't let people tell her that things are off limits. And that, I think, re reinforced my belief that I just have to stay my course because ultimately my culture here at Hollywood Unlocked is we won't let you tell us what we can't ask. But we also make sure that people leave here feeling respected and, and 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 feel valued and feel like they've been able to get their point across. Nobody is left saying, oh, woe is me. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was really interesting to see Jocelyn pull up on Wendy like that. And I felt like it ended well. Uh, there were no goodbyes. You know, usually when you go to break, you chat with Wendy, you talk between breaks. Uh, Jocelyn clicked out because I saw Miguel's name pop up. I know Miguel, by the way, at the, at the show. I don't know. It was a whole ass mess, but it was good TV. And Wendy looked what I did tell Wendy, I said, you look completely over that interview after the first part of that segment. She was just like, girl, what are we talking about? So it was uh, it was crazy. You know what else is crazy? These rappers these days with all these goddamn nails. Now, Kelvin's sitting over here to my right with his nails painted, but he's in my community, so I expect that. What I don't expect is for Little Pumps and all these other guys who want to play around the curtails of our community but don't want to necessarily tell us all how they're sucking dick on the weekends. You know, we've seen Little Pump, we've seen all these rappers wearing all these damn Razzly nails. Uh, Little Yachty, Machine Gun Kelly, even ASAP Rocky uh, have, have done it, uh, but yet uh, they, they, they are straight, allegedly. Mm -hmm. Then you have, uh, you know, people like Black Boy JB that nobody really knows or cares about come out and take uh, go after them. And he went on his Insta story and said, quote, you rap niggas get a little too carried away with them nails. This was the post right here that he posted. Now, um, what do you think? I mean, does your favorite rappers have Lee Press on nails with uh, curated tips or not? Nah, but, you know, I don't knock entertainment people doing entertainment things. You know, if that's what you want to do for your artistic expression, I wouldn't do it. Go ahead and do that. What's wrong with that? Go paint your nails if that's what make you feel good. I think people like Block Boy JB, what they get confused is Block Boy JB is a street dude turned rapper. That's why he said you rappers, because these people are strictly in it for the entertainment value. So if you're a street dude and you got into the rap game trying to make it a hustle, you're not going to understand the things people do on social media to keep their name out there. Lil Pump is struggling to stay relevant. He's going to paint his nails. He's going to cut off his eyebrows. I hope he don't take his ear off. He's going to do anything to stay on these social media streets. Black Boy JB can't fathom that. And so I'm, what I need these street dudes to stop doing is stop trying to understand what these entertainers are doing to stay relevant. You're a street dude. You get into the game. You try to make your money. You know, it's just going to bother you. It's never going to not bother you, Black Boy JB. It's going to be worse than the nails. It's going to be people putting stuff in their head. 
I don't know, they're going to be wearing bags. They're going to do anything to stay relevant in the game. And that's, it is what it is. That's what this uh, post on is platform. It, but isn't Little Pump bigger than Black Boy, J, Black Boy JB though? Technically, yep, he is. And so is it the nail painting and the toenail painting and the shaving of the eyebrows and all the stunts that do keep them in the eyes of social media? What keeps them rising to the top? Because I don't, I know Black, Black Boy JB had, what song did he have? He had uh, the joint Look Alive with Drake, and he had Rover 2.0 with 21 Savage. It was like five years ago or something, right? I mean, those were big songs. It was songs. a little while ago. It was a little while those ago. Those were big songs, but I think like what, what keeps these rappers in our in our heads are the little tricks that they're doing. And on top of that, they're releasing music. So is this is this him being a hater, though, or is this does he have a point? No, he has a point, but he, what he has to realize is you're a street dude jumping into this entertainment game. These other people like Little Pump, they understand the entertainment game. They know if I put on a bag or do something weird in my head, I'm going to be put on platforms like uh, possibly Hollywood Unlocked, you know, if you do it the right way. That's going to keep his name out there. Black Boy JB might go back home and do whatever he do. So it's like, dog, you know, you can't knock people for trying to grind the way they grind. If you don't like it, just turn another way. Because this, this is the when game. Was la- when was the last time we talked about Kid Cudi? When he put that dress on, on uh, was that Kimmel? When he put oh, that Saturday dress Night on. Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. Night Live. Yeah. He so had a whole, and, and it, it, was, it was tight. But I, I think Black Boy JB should dress up like retro Grace Jones for his next album cover. You know? <laughs> like, do the little Gumby, black leather piece. I don't know. I, I, I bet you we write about him here on Hollywood Online. But you see, him talking about Little Pump and people doing that got him talked about. That's how the game worked, Black Boy JB, and you get it. Come on now, you get it. It's the game, brother. All right, well, listen, um, this has been a good one. Make sure you're subscribing to the show. Keep coming back, share, like, comment below. Tell me what you think. I'm going to actually read the comments from the show, and if you uh, don't like me, uh, I may even like it, okay? Uh, Damage is great seeing you. I'm going to see you next time. I'm out. Yes, peace. All right, look, that was a great show. And make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on. And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back. And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.